Look, here's the big news. Rally's Burgers are coming back to Pittsburgh. They're going to open 12 locations. That might be the best fast food burger there is. Oh, and here's some other news. Sources close to the Penguins and to Phil Kessel say the Penguins will try and trade Kessel this summer and that Kessel is okay with that. To repeat, the Penguins will try and trade Phil Kessel this summer and Kessel is okay with that. The key word there is try. That's a big ticket and that's a quirky player. But sources close to the Penguins and to Phil Kessel say the Penguins will try and trade Phil Kessel. Phil is unhappy because he wants to play with Gino all the time and not be used as leverage to leverage balance on a third line, like play with Broussard, play with Shane, etc. And obviously there's always some underlying dissatisfaction between Kessel and Mike Sullivan because there's always going to be underlying dissatisfaction between Kessel and any coach. That's just part of being Phil Kessel. But to repeat, I'm told the Penguins will try and trade Kessel this summer and that Kessel is okay with that. This is the Mark Madden Show. The Kessel thing does not surprise me. The Rally's Burgers thing does. And it is ironic that Kessel and fast food are the big stories today. There's kind of a synergy there that I like. 412 333 is the number to call. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. I know there's going to be doubters. Going to be people saying I'm trying to run Kessel out of town. I'm not. I'd rather they keep him. But I didn't make this up. Good source. Logical premise. Try is the operative word. Try and trade him. Tough guy to trade. Another big story today, bigger on a national basis, is the anthem thing. The NFL solution, which is not a solution at all. It's just one big giant loophole. And of course, the president made his opinion felt. Trump said the NFL did the right thing, but he also said the players who stay in the locker room during the anthem maybe shouldn't be there or in the country. The president said that if you don't stand proudly for the anthem, blah, 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 maybe you shouldn't be in the country. Uh, when you tell people they have to stand proudly for a flag or an anthem, and if you don't, you face consequences, that's not America. That's Nuremberg. That's not freedom. Trump was just rallying the intolerant, as he so often does. What the owners did was clearly to appease Trump, but once X amount of players stay in the locker room and are identified and vilified, and once players take a knee anyway, all this heats up again. In fact, it will be the main story in week one, not the games. Artie Burns of the Steelers spoke about the NFL's anthem policy. He compared it to bullying. I feel like it's another topic to get everybody against each other. I hate that we have to go down this route, 
but it is what it is. We are trying to stand for something, but you single us out in front of everybody. You talk about bullying, that's bullying. Artie Burns also said that players remaining in the locker room during the anthem is not a solution. Quote, it makes you look bad. The whole team is out there and you come jogging out and people say, oh, he's the guy that's protesting. Who wants to go through that? That's humiliating as a person, unquote. The best thing to do would have been to do nothing. Initially, I said the NFL needed to make a finite decision, like keep both teams in the locker room until after the anthem. But if the NFL would have just let the players keep kneeling and not said or done anything, the protesting just becomes part of the scenery, as it was starting to do. But every time the league brings it up or Trump brings it up, it starts the news cycle all over again. Jimmy Haslam, that dope who owns the Browns, owns, owns. He said this will bring the players and owners closer together. I don't see how that's possible when the owners cut the players' union totally out of making this decision. They imposed it unilaterally. White men made a decision about black men without consulting the black men. That's what happened here. White men made a decision about black men without consulting the black men. The dumbest thing which I keep hearing, and I heard Trey Wingo say it on ESPN today, we should ask Alejandro Villanueva what he thinks. Yeah, well, you say that because you already know what the answer is going to be. Stand proud, hand on heart, this great country, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, let's ask Alejandro Villanueva what he thinks. Let's also ask a black guy who got beat up by the cops what he thinks. Or got killed by the cops. Let's ask his family. Or let's ask that rookie for the Milwaukee Bucks, NBA. The cops used a taser on him over a parking violation. Sterling Brown. Let's ask him what he thinks. The flag and the anthem represent different things to different people. Americans are not a monolithic people. We don't all think the same and have not all had the same experiences. But all this pales in comparison to Rally's Burgers coming back to town, and not just the burgers. They might have the best fast food fries. Talked about that this morning with Mikey and Big Bob from the Kiss FM Morning Show and Bill Crawford from DVE. We are excited to see Rally's Burgers come back to Pittsburgh. This is indeed hot news. Oh, and the Stanley Cup final is set. It's going to be Ovechkin versus Flurry. It's going to be McPhee's new team against McPhee's old team. It's going to draw big TV ratings in Pittsburgh, that's for sure. Tampa Bay just rolled over and died last night at home in Game 7. Ovechkin scored 62 seconds in. Ovi took the bull by the horns, and good for him. He deserves it. Although Vasilevsky should have stopped that shot, it was right at him. Ovechkin now has 12 goals on the playoffs. If Washington wins the Stanley Cup, he gets the MVP. If Vegas wins the Stanley Cup, Flurry gets the MVP. Geez, like I said, was Tampa awful. Their good players were invisible. 
That's what gives Washington a chance against Vegas, star power. But I pick Vegas in six. Vegas is the favorite in Vegas, minus 150. An expansion team is the favorite in the Stanley Cup final. My God. Oh, by the way, Trump canceled his meeting with Kim Jong-un, but he still has time to talk about the NFL, and he said it just like you knew he would. It was the people. We made this happen together. The president has zero right to interfere in private enterprise, and that's exactly what he's doing here. But it's mostly a bunch of white privileged schmucks who own and run the NFL, so maybe they deserve it. Everything the owners are doing has zero to do with doing the right thing and everything to do with protecting their profit. We got Yoey talking hockey at 4.30. We got Kabali talking Steelers. If you're just tuning in, I'm told by a source close to the Penguins and to Phil Kessel that the Penguins will try and trade Kessel this summer, and he is amenable to that notion. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 X. Here's what the New York Times said about the NFL's new anthem policy. Quote, rather than show a little backbone and support the right of athletes to protest peacefully, the NFL capitulated to a president who relishes demonizing black athletes, unquote. Uh, the last part is absolutely true. Dead on. Trump knows exactly what he's doing and who he's doing it to. As far as supporting the right of athletes to protest peacefully, wow, uh, that's a tightrope. Because those athletes protesting has been bad for business, and the NFL has every right to set certain conditions for employment. But this new policy has not done that. It's one big loophole. Uh, Charles Blow, who writes for the New York Times, tweeted this. Martin Luther King speaks for us on this. You prefer a negative piece, which is the absence of tension, to a positive piece, which is the presence of justice, unquote. And Charles Bull adds, we are done. We will not make our pain palatable by protesting in locker rooms. They used to call that eating in the kitchen. That, too, is right on the money. But speaking of eating, how about Rally's Burgers coming back to Pittsburgh? Like I said, they might have the best fast food fries, and they are coming back in numbers. Twelve rallies are going to open in Pittsburgh. Twelve. Wow. That's like the Normandy invasion. I can't wait. I love rallies. Uh, I said at the beginning of the show that a source close to the Penguins and to Phil Kessel has told me that the Penguins are going to try and trade Phil Kessel, and that Kessel would be okay with that. There's obviously friction between coach and player, and I'm told that Kessel wants to play with Geno, period, instead of being used to try to leverage balance on a third line with Broussard or whoever. So that's the news. I'm not sure what else to add. I'm not trying to provoke debate. If it was up to me, I would keep Phil Kessel. But I understand that he's a tough guy to coach. Uh, the media isn't trying to run anyone out of town. And again, this comes from a reliable source. I like Phil, and I think he's obviously a good player, 92 points. Ultimately, I think he plays another year in Pittsburgh because his contract is not easily tradable. 
He makes $6.8 million per through 2022. So that's the story. As far as the uh, anthem thing goes, I've heard a lot of callers on talk shows today, and not one person thinks the anthem policy makes sense, and not one person supporting Trump and the notion that these players should stand respectfully and never protest and just take what they're given because this is America, the greatest country in the world, and you couldn't play football in, I don't know, North Korea, wherever. There's always an evil empire. There's always an enemy that you can't play football there. You can't do a radio talk show there. None of those people made sense either. There's a right and wrong here, and what Trump's doing ain't right. It's wrong. He has no cause or reason to interfere in a multi-billion dollar business, or any private business for that matter. He's basically making the NFL bow to his will under threat of telling his supporters to not go and not watch. And if the NFL had any balls at all, they would tell Trump to stick it up his ass and anybody who doesn't want to watch, just don't watch. Anybody who doesn't want to buy a ticket, just don't buy a ticket. At some point, having balls and a backbone has to mean more than money. It's always meant more to me. I can tell you that for sure. And as far as the NFL owners, like I said, they're privileged white guys. Them looking bad is not a scenario that upsets me at all. But this new policy isn't a policy. It's a loophole, and it's passing the buck to the teams, and it's bypassing the players in the union. Everything that's been done regarding the anthem situation by the NFL has been incompetent and embarrassing by every definition of both those words. Let's go to Dan and New Ken. Dan. You're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. You know, I, I listen to your show religiously, and, you know, I have called quite a bit. It's always been sport-related. But I, I, I have to admit, you made a comment that sort of hit a nerve with me. And I, this is not a call for support or against this policy. I think everybody has the right to protest whatever manner they feel. However, you made the comment about, well, let's ask the African-American who's been <clears throat> brutalized by police officers or or the family who's been killed by police officers. The nerve that struck with me was, how about let's talk about the family of the Baltimore County female police officer who's just run over and killed. How about with the time... I have great sympathy for him as well and the family, but that's not part of this discussion. It just isn't. But but you have made it... It's not part of this discussion. It just isn't. What about Abe Lincoln being assassinated? That was terrible, and it was terrible. It's just not part of this discussion. Uh, And I'm not advocating one way or another, but you are trying to make it out where there's complete total injustice for every individual African-American who comes across and and comes... No, there's just an overwhelming percentage of injustice being done. An overwhelming percentage. But there's also an overwhelming... Of, of good encounters that people have. Look, I know you're a white guy just trying to defend your turf. And I get it, but it's not relevant to this conversation. Okay, there are good cops, there are bad cops. 
What about the cops in Milwaukee the other night that took that basketball player who committed a parking violation and took him down to the sidewalk and tased him? And, and I'm not disputing that there are... But you see, what you're doing is you're trying to muddy the waters by bringing up examples of, oh, this cop did this, this cop got shot, and it's not no, relevant but, to the but, conversation. But you're, Thank but, you for calling. Let's go to Bill in the car. Bill, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, how are you? Terrific. Hey, I had a question uh, regarding with this uh, whole Phil Kessel situation. So if the Penguins trade Phil Kessel, how is the salary retention uh, from Toronto? Oh, uh, Toronto keeps the, retaining that. Okay, so you would that, that, that is that part That it. is part of Kessel's uh, contract moving forward for its entire length. They retain... I think it's $1.2 million per year of his salary. Well, that would seem to make him being able to be traded a whole lot easier since that takes him down to about the $5.5 million. No, 6.8. Well, oh, oh, so it was 6.8 after? Pe- Penguins were paying him 6.8, and that was the cap hit for the Penguins, 6.8. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense then. Okay. And you've got fi- to find a coach that wants to take him on. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and like, I'm a Phil guy. I wouldn't want to coach him. I hope the Penguins keep him. But I understand where Sullivan's coming from. And I also understand where Phil is coming from, where he wants to play with Geno instead of propping up a third line. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Adam in the car. Adam, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What up? Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on this uh, The new rule in the NFL and all this. Uh, I thought originally that we watch sports to escape the the horrible reality that we all have to no live No question. In traffic. What's that? No question. no question. You're right. Yeah. So, so these guys are so rich. Why can't they, outside of sports, use their money to actually do change things? The well, first off, first off not- Colin Kaepernick's doing that with a lot of money, okay? Second off, NFL games are on TV and covered by the media. That's the platform to get the message out. I, I understand that, but we have to look at what we're dealing with, and it's a sport that's meant to entertain. Yeah, that and ship sailed. Not- I, I don't know if we're ever going back there. Well, and it's that's not. Bad. And that's, and that's not because of these men taking a knee. It's because the NFL has mangled the aftermath of these men taking a knee since the very first time Kaepernick did it. Look what, the, look what the NBA the did. Look what, Army. look what the NBA... What's that? They shouldn't take money for the U.S. Army to run it down everyone's throats and have this. Oh, all the, all, the, all the patriotic displays, NFL games, you're right, they shouldn't. Uh, I mean, that's, like, that's like, like I said, like I said earlier, quit well. talking for a second. In fact, goodbye. Uh, like I said earlier, the NFL owners need to have balls and a backbone instead of just trying to pick up every dollar that they can get. You know, and I'm saying that to Art Rooney. Art, your dad was a leader. You need to be a leader. Your dad always had balls in the backbone. He wasn't going for every red cent. Step up and be a leader like your dad was because that's what the NFL owners need right now. The NFL owners need Dan Rooney, and he's gone. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Double M on the X. Steve Kerr. Uh, the coach of the Golden State Warriors talked about the NFL's anthem policy, but he was totally off base. We'll talk about that in a moment here on 105.9. Uh, the Pirates just lost at Cincinnati 5-4. 
Yvonne Nova blew up in the third inning, four runs against, and uh, the Pirates mounted a comeback but couldn't come all the way back. Uh, Austin Meadows hit his third home run inside of a week since arriving in the major leagues to pull the Bucks close in the late going, but but he'll be sent back to AAA regardless as soon as Marte comes off the DL. That's what's really frustrating about the Pirates. you got Nova getting his ass kicked every game, and Kingham, who's pitched well when he's been in the majors, is in the minors. And you got Gregory Polanco, who could play his games in an elevator shaft. He just keeps popping up. He just keeps getting in the lineup, and Austin Meadows is going to go back to AAA. It's a service clock thing. It's a money thing. What it isn't is a baseball and trying to win thing. And that's where the Pirates are losing a lot of people. We had John Parada on the show a couple days back, and he said Meadows might stay up even after Marte comes back. I would bench Polanco, show him what's what, try to motivate him a little bit, and I'd play Meadows until Meadows stops hitting. And then maybe you send him back to AAA. But not till then. You're within touching distance of a playoff spot right now. The division lead. You're in the race. Try and maintain that. Worry about today. Just once. Worry about right now. It's a shame because uh, the Pirates blew a 4-0 lead last night, came back in 1-12 in innings. Josh Harrison with the game-winning triple in the top of the 12th. Uh, it showed some resilience. If you don't quite collapse, it shows resilience. couple tweets to get to. Johnny tweets, if the situation were flipped and players were taking a need to memorialize slain police officers, no one would say a word. That's true. Todd tweets, if you find the time, can you send me something that shows me when Trump said, hey, black football players leave the country? Thanks. Well, Trump said this morning, that if players stay in the locker room and don't come out for the national anthem and stand proudly at attention, maybe they shouldn't be playing and maybe they shouldn't be in the country. Who's he talking about there? The two or three white boy that, that took a knee? No. He's demonizing black athletes like the New York Times said, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Tweet from Dan, the Baltimore County police officer who was slain was not a him. Know what you're talking about before you show support. It was a woman. I looked that up, and I haven't been following the case very closely. In fact, I haven't been following it at all. I will say this. I'm upset when anybody gets killed. Anybody. But being a cop, just like being a soldier, it's a dangerous job. You know the risk when you take it. It's a shame when that risk is realized and you pay the ultimate price, but you know that's a possibility. And nobody drafts anybody to join the police force. Nobody's forced to do it. Same with joining the Army. It's an all-volunteer Army. You people need to look at these things realistically instead of always waving the flag. Waving the flag gets in the way of truth as often as it doesn't. Let's go to John on the road. John, you're on with the hey, super I, genius. This 
started out, statistics don't lie. So that just is what it is. What and statistics? To, with the blacks. You brought with it the up. Blacks. You, you, the you blacks. You just referred to them as the blacks. You say you feel sad when somebody somebody dies, but what about the millions of, of soldiers that died that deserve 30 seconds or a minute of somebody? Yeah, the protest has nothing to do with the soldiers. Yeah, and, and the does. players have said it that time and again. Does. No, no. Why? Because you that's say what's so. What's wrong with this world? No, it, it, nobody not, wants bro, to nothing's up. wrong with this world except no, except people wrong. like Look you. Look at the school systems. Look at the school systems. Football, football players. Ah, and, school and, systems. And, ah, football. Ah, Trump. Ah. That's no, the I, only I way you know how Trump. to communicate, bro. It's the only way you know how to communicate. Goodbye. Just yell stuff and scream. It's one thing when you're doing it about sports. This ain't sports. I was going to say it's a lot more important, but honestly, to me, it it isn't. And that is, like an earlier caller said, that is the ultimate thing I hate about the anthem controversy. It has ruined football. I mean, a lot of things have conspired to ruin football, and a lot of it has to do with the off-field behavior of the players themselves. And in some cases, the on-field behavior of idiots like Vontez Perfect. But football's ruined. I don't blame people who don't watch it. If I didn't have to, I'd never watch another game. And where the NFL owners, and I've said this before, but, but nobody really wants to look at this. Not least Steve Kern. I'll get to that in a moment. The NBA had a player, Mahmoud abdul Ralph who would sit during the National Anthem. So the NBA put in a rule. You have to stand during the National Anthem. And then nobody ever talked about it again. It's the NFL just tap dancing around, wanting to appease Trump, wanting to somehow have goodwill with their players, which I think can't ever be achieved again. It's a bunch of privileged white idiots rich guys who own these football teams, and they think they're never wrong because they're rich. They're used to bullying people with their opinions and their decisions, just bullying people, period. And now they run into Trump, who's an even bigger bully, and they don't know what to do. That is the one refreshing thing about this. What what Trump's doing, namely interfering in a private business for his own political agenda. It's absolutely reprehensible. But a bigger bully did show up to punch the other bullies right in the mouth. And yeah, I'll tell you, that's kind of fun. Definitely funny. Steve Kerr coaches the uh, Golden State Warriors and as such feels compelled to speak out on political things. And I, and I don't blame him, but he got this one wrong. He said of the NFL's new anthem rule, It's typical of the NFL. It's appealing to their fan base. Basically just trying to use the anthem as fake patriotism and nationalism. It's idiotic. You see, that paints the entire NFL fan base with the same brush, and that's dumb. What, you don't think anybody who voted for Clinton watches the NFL? You think it's all Trump disciples in those stadiums and watching on TV? Of course, that's the problem. The NFL keeps trying to split the difference, and they're pissing everybody off. And like I said, the NBA has a rule that says you have to stand for the anthem. 
So while what Kerr said was right, the NBA is really more demanding and thus more oppressive. So maybe what Steve Kerr should be taking uh, umbrage with is that none of his players, whether it's you know Draymond Green, Steph Curry, whoever, Durant, none of that, those players, none of the league's players in the NBA have the balls to take a knee. That's what Steve Kerr should be talking about. Hey, I know he old and white. Ain't nothing preventing him from taking a knee himself if that's his prerogative. It, it strikes me as, as silly, although I'm guilty of the same thing because I wouldn't take a knee. Just wouldn't. Don't see the game. I guess I could sit down in the press box at the Penguin games while they play the anthem, but I just wouldn't do it. Not my style. But I understand the prerogative of those who are. I guess Steve Kerr does too, but he's a lot more visible than a big fatso talking into a microphone in Pittsburgh. 412-333-9939. On uh, my blog today, the Mark Madden page at WXDX.com, I posted uh, a trailer for a movie, a hockey movie called The Rocket, which came out in 2005. It's French-Canadian, overdubbed in English, but it's brilliant. And I also posted a bunch of highlights from the career of the guy the movie's about, the great Rocket Richard, the all-time Montreal Canadiens. Great, so be sure to check that out. Uh, in just a moment, I'll, I'll talk about how tough it is to do a sports talk show in the summer when you don't really trust the Pirates and your audience doesn't really trust the Pirates and you got to come up with a bunch of other crap. And You notice all the Pirate apologists and bloggers and fanboys, now that they've lost, what is it, five out of six to bad teams, they're not really, you know, thumping their chest and saying, oh, they're doing things the right way. You got to trust the process. Especially when uh, their, their second or third best pitcher is in AAA, and they're going to send right now their best hitter to the minors just, well, just because. 105.9 X. One problem when you don't wave the flag constantly is those who do wave the flag constantly will lie about you. A couple of people on Twitter said, Mark Madden is anti-law enforcement. No, I'm not. I'm anti-mistreatment by law enforcement, police brutality. I don't want cops to get killed or even hurt, but uh, as I say again now, being a cop is a hard job. Very dangerous. Same when you're a soldier. And those are both volunteer jobs. Nobody makes anybody do them. And just because you're in the service of the community or service of your country doesn't give you the right to act as you choose and hurt as you please. But that's the belief that a lot of the flag wavers have. No quarter... Brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CWElectricalServices.com. Well, the Pirates just got done with their stretch of relatively easy games. They went 2-5 and five against the Padres and Reds. Kind of kills the hype for the series at home coming up against Chicago and St. Louis. Don't forget, I'll be going to the game. I think it's against Chicago. 
I'm not sure. I'm mainly going to eat and drink in the Cambria Club. So I'll be supervising the boycott from the inside. Kind of like a Trojan horse type deal, like Bill Crawford said on the DVE Morning Show. Obviously, there is no boycott, let alone one led by me. But when I'm at the Cambria Club, I will be waving $100 bills to the hoi polloi assembled down below in the cheap seats and saying, why are you here? They're not trying to win. You should be leaving. Uh, Andrew Filipponi uh, from the B team just tweeted what I think every Pirate fan should be thinking. Play your best players. If Meadows should be in the lineup, then don't send it back to AAA. If Kingham's one of your best five starting pitchers, bring him up from AAA. The Pirates have not played their best players for years, though. And they've done that for so long, you know, kept guys in the minors, stalled their service clock, that people think it's the right thing to do. It isn't, especially if, as they keep trying to tell you, they are not rebuilding, they are contending. Well, if you're contending, play your best players. Let's go to Zach in the car. Zach, wrong with double M. Good day, sir. Right. Um, so the last time when Trump blew up, I think it was before week three or whatever it was, he blew up on the NFL, was the weekend his daughter and son-in-law were being investigated for using government. Yeah, I'm not going to debate uh, all those other. It's not a political show, except when it intrudes on sports. But Trump is a master of distraction. And yes, I do pandering. believe. Yeah, goodbye. I do believe this is another example of that. Let's go to Ron in Cookstown. Ron, you're all hey, with the super genius. What's up? How you doing, bud? Great. Question for you on that. Uh, without all the political and all the all the other crap that's involved, going right back to the beginning, when this is all about protesting to get attention for uh, blacks being shot, correct? No, it's 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 a protest to call attention to various injustices across America, and yes, most do involve minorities. Right. Okay. And Colin was basically trying to draw attention to his cause and to to fix this. Well, my question is, when he first started this, he had to see the negative feedback. Now, I'm not either. One I think he either. has by now because it's cost him his career. Correct, but I believe in the beginning they've seen a very negative feedback. And my thing, my question is, if I'm asking for your help or your attention, or because they got a big stage to work with. They okay, what should he have direction. done then? What should he have done? My question is, why couldn't he have said, I'm sorry if I offended you by... Because he's not sorry and shouldn't be sorry. I, I understand, but hear me out. Could he have said... Okay, that offends other people that I'm asking for help, and that's stepping on something they like or they... You kind of want them to go to the back of the bus, don't you? Well, maybe he could have took a different route and said... uh, Maybe he could eat in the kitchen where the white folk can't see him. What do you think? Uh, I don't believe it's black and white. Oh, really? Boy, then there's no point talking to you any longer. Hold on. Now listen here, Mr. Kaepernick. You got to do this in a way where the white folk don't get mad. Where the white folk can't really see you. You got to hide it in the kitchen, back of the bus. That's what we want you to do, Mr. Kaepernick. Can you just do that? Can you be a good boy? 
Get the frig out of here. Get the frig out of here. Let's go to Reggie in Harmerville. Reggie, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Big fan. What up? Not much, man. Hey, I was calling about the Pirates. I want to know why you think they uh, don't play their best players. Because they keep younger players in the minors to try to delay their service clock from starting. They can hold on to them longer. In other words, when you know somebody else leaves to become a free agent, Austin Meadows' service clock won't be too deep in, and they can keep him for a while. Turn your radio okay. down. In fact, let me save you the trouble. Goodbye. Up next. Okay, this is important. Oh, what's up next? The NFL says each team has to set its own policy for the national anthem. And no one's really discussed what the Steelers' policy is going to be. I'm going to tell you what it should be, and really I think there's only two choices. That's 30 seconds away, 105.9 The X.